Lock up your remembrancers. Shoot your traitorous Primar. Because Heresy Mania is coming to town. The world tour that has been banned throughout the world comes to Victoria. The monsters of Heresy Gaming Access. Heresy Mania 3. Get ready for a day of loyalist and traitor love ballads that will have you rolling dice everywhere. It's the Steel Hard Right of War Tour brought to you by Gauntlet Games for all your tabletop needs. And the Canyon Arrow. Because can you name a truck with four-wheel drive, smells like steak, and seats 35? Canyon Arrow. Come play in the Age of Darkness. From the time that brought you hits like the Dropside Massacre, the Burning of Prospero, and the Siege of Terra. Come get hard for Heresy. Heresy Mania 3. First Blood at Gauntlet Games. Welcome back to the Boys of the Golden Throne. I'm your host, John, back from Japan. Big John and Little Japan is no longer a thing. Um, and I am joined by Eric Prospero Burns himself. Say hello to the people, Eric Prospero Burns. Hello, people. Himself. How's it going? I'm going to answer for them. Hey, we're doing great. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Craig from Death and Betrayal Podcast joining us as well. He's been kind enough to... Pencil stand on his very busy LVO based schedule. Uh, say hi to the people, Craig. How's it going, everyone? Happy to be on the show. He is happy to be on the show. I am. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we've got the the beast of the D's and the E's uh, himself. We've got Big Brennan Baker uh, from the Spire and BB Miniatures fame. Say hello to the people, Brennan. What's up, fam? What's up, dogs? You. Yo. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's been like a pretty long hiatus. Um, I obviously was not on the last episode because <laughs> I was uh, away. And here we are kind of returning back to the throw of recording. So figured uh, AJ's away right now in Ontario. Teo's busy with work. So, yeah, it's just going to kind of be us. Um, and figure we'd still try to get a show together for people. Yeah, you got to settle um, with us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got to settle with us for the second, <laughs> uh, whatever you call it. Um, yeah, the so B team. the B team. Uh, but with that said, it's going to be pretty like a wide and loose episode. Uh, you viewers, well, listeners, I guess, there's no actual cameras involved. So, uh, listeners will be probably used to us talking about wide and loose and Taylor's butthole and all that involves <laughs> and stuff. So I guess that's just going to be one of those episodes today. 
Um, but yeah, we're basically just going to be talking about what we've been working on, and then we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, the LBO coming up here pretty quick because uh, Greg is helping to co-run it with uh, Alex uh, over there. And then uh, Brennan's going to talk a little bit about his uh, projects, and yeah, that's kind of where we're at. So I guess uh, who wants to go first and what they've been working on? Uh, Craig, why don't you go first? Give you the honors. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, so I've been working on my Emperor's Children. Uh, I was doing the Tale of Four Gamers um, with Miles and a few other guys, Alex and a few other guys. Um, uh, and so I've been working on them. I just did a recon squad. Um, I got kind of sidetracked and started working on some word bearers. Um, but I still got a bunch of stuff I need to get done for LVO. So I should be working on that. And that's from that's my Sons of Horror stuff is what I should be working on. Sometimes you just gotta follow your heart, though. Well, now I'm trying to think. What it was. I tried. I started thinking how I wanted to act, if I could do like a uh, Emperor's Children um, uh, ally detachment. So I started thinking about doing that because I'm really happy with my Emperor's Children, but they're just not big enough for like a you know 2,500 or 3,000 point game yet. Right. So you see. Uh, I'm really, really do like the way the the uh, Emperor's Children play. Um, I just need to get my ass in gear and actually finish working on them. <laughs> yeah, Eric here, he plays uh, Emperor's Children. He's been playing a bunch lately himself as well, actually. Nice. They're pretty sweet. They are. I like the way they play. What's uh what what is like your favorite part of like the EC like what aspect of the army do you actually enjoy playing the most out of them? I like how fast they are. I really like like because me and Alex have been playing games of Emperor's Children versus Blood Angels, and I just I like how fast they are. Um, they're the initiative bonuses, the way you can stack things, so you're basically going first all the time. Um, it's come in handy for a lot of things. Uh, you know, being able to cause wounds before your opponent ever even gets hit back at you is what we all want, right? So I guess yeah, my that biggest sounds thing. pretty crazy sometimes. Like, uh, like, yeah, I don't know. I just I've, I've I've really enjoyed them. I've played my sons of horse a couple times. I actually had a game uh, last weekend, this past weekend with Alex. It was sons of horse versus uh, Ashenclaw. Um, it was a lot of fun. But the rules for the Sons of Horus right now, the because I, I I design my army around Long March, they're not as exciting yeah. or fun as yeah. the Emperor's Children. Yeah, the Long March is kind of a it's kind of of a meh right of war. Yeah, I mean it's fun. I still have fun with my army, but yeah, kind of just like it's like there, it exists. Yeah, there's just not a lot of bam bonuses. I guess it's like. Like oh, I can outflank. It's like the school. It's, it's like the <laughs> not that that really does much. It's almost like the vanilla ice cream of the yeah exactly. Like it's just so vanilla. Yeah. Oh, they they must have they must have changed quite a few things of that original wrong uh, right of war. Hey? Yeah, they did, and like the thing is, is long march back before was like the good right of war. Yeah. One. You know, it was like the one that Sons of Horus had that was actually all right. Because the other one was pretty much terrible and they kind of flipped them. And now yeah. it's just sort of, yeah, there's not a lot of 
It's not, it's not like it's it's not it's not like it's a bad right of war. It's just not anything special. You're not going to write home and tell anyone about it, kind of thing. The, pain, the most painful thing about it to me is that you can't uh, run heavy anything with the word heavy. Yeah. Um, oh. So like, I always want to. Well, you can, but it has to come in from outflank or in a transport. So like, I always yeah. want to run long march, and I'm like, well, if I could put a Leviathan in this list or a Garadeo, I'd be way more satisfied with just at least I could have it be like sort of just a generic army list yeah but they don't let you so it's like you're like oh well i can't use two of my really cool models i guess i just won't get to use them very often because it's hard to fit them in lists mm-hmm. it sounds like they're taking the the march thing like literally in terms yeah. of you yeah. gotta keep pace with the army yeah, yeah. yeah. do they do they get rid of the plus one to hit through everything because i remember in that old right of war it gave you plus one to hit even with your vehicles and such it yeah, uh, wasn't plus turn. one to hit. It was uh, you got the reroll ones to hit on the oh, okay, first yeah. turn. Yeah, the that's war the, masters but, portion. Yeah, yeah. I thought those. Do they still have that? That is no longer even part of it. No, mm. it's just basically. Um, yeah, it's it's the the main bonus now is just the movement. Yeah, and no. then I think it also makes just Darren non compulsory troops, which is yeah. sounds good, but they're not lines, so it doesn't really mean anything. And, and then it makes the uh, regular terminators. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. And then it makes you able to outflank terminator units, which again is okay. But I've played with outflank a few times now, and it's pretty obvious that it's really, really hard to make it work unless you're playing more uh, shooting units, like stuff that's fast, stuff that can mm. actually get range when it comes off the edge. Mm. Yeah. But yes, sorry for uh sidetracking you. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. So yeah, you, is there anything you, else you've been You're taking the E C to LVO, right? Uh Sons of Horrors, possibly oh, sorry, Sons of Horrors. Possibly the E C as uh Allied Detachment. What what do you have for your E C so far? Uh I have ten paladin blades, twenty tactical marines, a Cataphracti squad, a what else do I have? Where is it? Oh, a Leviathan dreadnought and a regular dreadnought, contemptor dreadnought. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Eric, what is it? What do you kind of like about like you've been playing them? Do you have any sort of input on the whole Emperor's Children, the sort of theme and vibe, like what you're liking or what you're disliking about the list? Yeah, I'm still playing it more. Like while playing it, like I'm finding more of stuff that's working, stuff that's not. Uh, I think the Palatine Blades are really right. good. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you got yours with jetpacks or not. Uh, no. Just going to do them without... Like, well, the thing was, when they first brought the rules out, mm, no right. jetpacks jet weren't allowed, so I literally took all my jetpacks off oh. and put regular backpacks back on. Gotcha. Um, I mean, that still but, works, because you can, you can throw them in a Land Raider. Uh, yeah, uh, they they will be running in a... Uh, actually, they're going to be running in a Storm Eagle. Oh, you're going to try that? Nice. I mean, yeah. yeah. I keep thinking about that, but it's so scary because of Intercept that I've been like, I don't know if yeah. I want to invest in getting that, getting one all done and painted up and everything just to have it constantly. Yeah, blow being up. blown out of the. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's a hard thing to make work. I know one of the guys at the Spire, uh, Eves, I think he runs that. Yeah, he runs it. And he said it's not ter- it's not bad, but yeah, it's very risky. Uh, yeah, for sure. I still well, think flyers are still Eric, good. Eric just screaming and yelling, "My boy!" 
<laughs> he has his life. There's a lot of that. Okay. Usually, anyway. Thing explodes. <laughs> yeah, I have. I have found. I'm just really kind of bummed out on the uh, Phoenix Terminators. Um. Yeah. I want to like them so much, but they're. I, I think they're better than last edition at least. But they just. Yeah. They just don't have the the punch to hold up. I found it uh, seems like they should be like breaching for or breaching five plus or something instead of six up. Like it just seems like the AP three is such a yeah. Detriment. You only have breaching on six with those. Yeah, you get it's rending and murderous strike, oh. but only on sixes. Oh, yeah. So you're you're just kind of forced mm. to fish for sixes to wound. Yeah, and like uh, you're usually fighting other like elite units, so your weapon skill is probably going to be the same. Uh, I mean, you can do yeah. stuff to screw with that. But it it, it just, uh, varies wildly depending on who, who you're fighting. Yeah, because um, you can put like sonic shriekers to drop their weapon skill, but then if they're fearless, they ignore it. Or yeah, there's things you can do, but at the end of the day, you're fishing for a six on the wound mm-hmm. just to actually be able to even get AP two. Yeah, uh, is is tough. I mean, they'd work well. Um, like tails, is there any... run around chasing like you know little wiener units and just be a bully with them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but it just, it's just unfortunate when it's literally like your unit, right? It's like yeah, you're, like you're big you're you're literally literally unit. You wanna, Yeah, you want to have a yeah, favorite exactly. bodyguard fight yeah. their big sick bodyguard yeah. unit and have a big fight, but it's like every time you do it, you know, oh, yeah, I probably fucked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. A bit of a shame. Yeah, my favorite Terminator sculpt of like all of Heresy still still holds up. So good. Yeah, the models. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really yeah they're just fantastic awesome. models. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like them a lot. Um, Wait, is there anything that you can get to reroll to wound? Uh, that's what I was trying to f- figure out, but no, not anymore. Hatred no. is the uh, hatred's hitting, hitting right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like what I'm kind of thinking now is basically getting a ten man Tartaro squad, uh, doing like fists and chain fists and some hammers, and then running them with a mm-hmm. chaplain. So like your weapon skill is going to be. Possibly equal or under, but at least with a chaplain, you get all those rerolls. Yeah. I figure, and you're always Ooh. going first anyway because of on the charge. Yeah, uh, and mm-hmm. the power fist and and hammers yeah. is pretty good. Hey, um, they'd actually be really good for taking down dreadnoughts. Yeah. Yes. That is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you've got a good little core, though, of stuff you've got going on. Are you playing the yeah. Mario Scaru Red of War? Mario Scaru. Yeah, I'm playing the Mario Scaru Red of War. Um, so I have a uh, the Paladin Blades, or the Phoenix Terminators will be in the Spartan. Um, the Paladin Blades will be in the uh, Storm Eagle when I get it. And um, the Dreadnought and everything else. I found oh the Leviathan is going to be going into a uh, Dreadclaw. Yeah. Oh, oh Dreadclaw. Yeah. That's the only way it can it can. Yeah. So it's supposed to be an all like all encompassing like hit hit you super hard real fast, uh kind of list. Mm-hmm. Generally, how horrors. <laughs> yeah, you I mean that's how I that's some army I use. Old habits die hard. Yeah, old habits die hard. I cannot seem to stand. You know, want to stand there and fire with like a, you know, like a Death Guard or a, or a <laughs> Imperial Fist Army or anything like that, where you just stand instead of, instead of moving forward yeah. and getting in their faces right away. Yeah. So. Nice. Um, yeah. So is that kind of what you've been working on? Is there? 
Yeah. Outside of that. Oh yeah, I uh, decided to do a word bearers army as well. <laughs> I had some extra models oh, no. kicking around. Um, I just had uh, I had bought some stuff for a different project, and uh, it was just sitting there. I was like, well, I got twenty extra mer- twenty extra marines from the starter box, so nice. I got a small force there, and uh, that's about it. I gotta clean up my hobby space. It's a it's a real uh it's a real disaster right now. My wife's even offered to help me how bad it is down here. <laughs> wow. Yeah, mine was really bad too, and I just I literally just went through the process of cleaning it in the last like uh month and oh, it's yeah. great since it's actually been tidy, but I'm bad at maintaining it. Yeah. And word bears are um I, I hear some real good things about them. I haven't actually played against them yet, but one of our members at the Spire, Leo, has mm. got a pretty, pretty solid rep for the uh, the word bearers. But I have I've yeah, only played good. I've yeah. only played them as like uh, an allied force, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like like there's there uh, if you give them that demon rule, I can't remember it off the top of my head. Yeah, um, exactly. yeah they they're pretty hard to make run away. They're pretty hard to get off of anything. Yeah. Which is in this edition, really, really strong. Anything that has like stubborn or can't run away or yeah. can't be pinned or anything like that is like yeah. a huge boon. It's quite nice to actually see like those rules actually much I more agree. mean something in this edition. Yeah. Which is nice. To yeah. See, so. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like, it feels like the addition where troops matter too is even more as well to me, anyways. Like, yeah, it does. Yeah, definitely gonna see more uh, armies with uh, higher uh, marine counts, like regular troops yeah, choices. Exactly. What kind of um? Exactly. Sorry, what kind of format are you guys are you guys running at LVO? Like, well, Alex is gonna be doing a uh, a uh, narrative campaign or narrative style. Uh, format um he was kind of going over some of the stuff with me this past weekend uh, some of the ideas he has and it's uh he's got a real good plan on his hands i think a lot of people are gonna have a lot of fun um there's something like 90 people signed up for it damn that's insane he told me that yeah. the other day and i was like what the actual fuck yeah that's <laughs> insane yeah there's 90 people uh I th- actually, no, I think it's 91, part of the reason why I'm bringing And, like, army. there's, two, for reference, for anyone who doesn't know, the LVO, LVO usually pulls in, like, 40 people, if that. Yeah, 30 to Maybe 40 45. People. Wow. Jesus. Yeah, so we got a huge number of people coming for this. Um, I think there's 74 people in the, signed up for the Mega Battle on Sunday. Oh, God. That's 70. Amazing. Four people. <laughs> Whoa! I was just like, "Are you kidding me?" I don't yeah. think I've ever seen a mega battle that big, that many that people. Wild. I know it's it's going to be something. I would not want to be anywhere. Well, I would I would like to see it, but I don't want to be anywhere near playing it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Need an army of people just to keep these guys in control and moving yeah. along. <laughs> Yeah, for yeah. sure. I, I think he's cool, I think his plan is to split it's it up crazy. onto three uh three tables so he can That's smart. That's uh, smart. Well, 
three large tables so you can uh, spread those points out. Um, three soup kitchens worth of <laughs> counter space. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, it should it should be a lot of fun. Um, and then there's the competitive that's going on as well. Um, so that that's going on. We also have uh, the Zone Mortalis. Uh, will be they have so- something going on. I I have nothing to do with the Zone Mortalis, so I don't know exactly what's going on there. And uh, Titanic. It's really cool. There is that's all this stuff though, like where you'll just be able to sort of look over and see like other heresy yes. happening, mm-hmm. right? It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um yeah, I've been looking forward to it for a while now. Yeah, that's rad, dude. It's gonna be a crazy event. It's it's gonna be something, that's for sure. I, I the number of people signed up for is is really amazing. Um and uh Well and LVO has always been like, you know, like I helped AJ run LVO in twenty eighteen mm-hmm. or whatever it was and it was very like LVO is not really a heresy event. It's uh, you know, there's the people who go there, but it's more like a 40k thing. It didn't really feel like the support was there. This sounds like a pretty huge difference in terms of that sort of narrative. Yeah. I guess like that's pretty crazy. Yeah, there's a lot more, uh, a lot more support from Games Workshop. Um... That's awesome because that player. was a thing that we really had none when we when we were hosting. Yeah, here. yeah, that's and that's the thing. Uh, there's some interesting things they're going to be giving us for gifts or prizes, I should say. Uh, I can't say what. Um, and uh, it's yeah, it's just going to be. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think uh, the way I mean, he's it's got... a Horus flashlight. Sounds <laughs> a Horus flashlight. Sounds you heard it here first, folks. You need to get there. If you want a Sons of Horus flashlight, go to LVO 2023. 2023. And win the event. But you got to win the competitive. It's This is only competitive. So. Nothing will stroke your ego better than that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) No. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. I I think, like, we were kind of going over some of the stuff he had planned uh, for the mission, how the missions were going to go. And, uh, I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm. We actually uh, kind of tested out to see how it would work. Um, and it, yeah, it was, it, it worked out really well. It was a lot of fun. Competitive awesome. heresy. I'm giving my money on Imperial Fist. Imperial Fist, Stone Gauntlet, 40, uh, 40 of these. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Things. Yeah. Uh, I'm putting my money into uh, Ascarls, man. Marines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ultramarines. Oh, I don't even want to talk good. about Ascarls. As a Sons of Horus player, I find them offensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're fucking okay, brutal. I got plans for those fucking Ascarls. Don't you worry. Yeah. First time I find Ascarls, boom, boom. Dead. Yeah. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. <laughs> All right, awesome. So uh, yeah, that's uh, that sounds that's rad, uh, Craig. You got a lot, fucking, a lot of projects going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we do. Or uh, we have some other projects we were working on as well in the background. Um, seems like we keep taking on more and more. Yeah, but yeah. it's fun. I enjoy it. That's the thing. I think we both enjoy it. That's a lot. the thing. As long as it's fun, as long as it's still fun, fucking yeah, 
Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Really fun. Like just, yeah, that's always, that's always the thing. It's like, look at yourself, look at where, how you feel. Okay. And we still, is this still fun? Still fun. Okay. Good. As long as I'll it's still fun, more. that's the main thing. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Okay. Uh, anyone else kind of feel like going next with what they've been working? Eric, yeah, you want to go? Or? I haven't done a hell of a lot. Uh, Cause I get what we last, we were last talking, I guess, post, uh, post Kippers. I think we did, we did another Nanaimo event in November, which was AJ's first time he got to play three friggin' games. That was pretty exciting. Friggin' wow. games? Friggin he actually games. got to play. And I got to friggin play. You know, like, we might play 30k, like, like, a few times. Very few times we played, like, a, I guess a one-on-one romantic door close kind of game. <laughs> So that was Ooh. that was lovely. Uh, it was great to play with him. Uh, of course, he had his iron hands too, as uh, that he's been working on quite a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, being that it was two months ago, I don't really remember too much. Uh, I know he won, so there you go. Give him props. He beat me, Oof. which isn't hard to do. Um, no fairs though. I think I forget. I think I played Phil after him, so it was back to back iron hands. That felt great. Love it. That's awesome. Um, Bill's always great. I love having those rivalries. Like Sons of Horus don't really have that level of a rivalry. Like they Everyone do, they, they, they just kind of don't. The game is yeah. named after them. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I love yeah. about it. Damn war. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So uh, again, uh, Phil, Phil's game was fun. He he's got a whole like full Terminator army led by uh, uh, led by Ferris himself, which is pretty horrific to uh, stare down. Well, and it's uh, yeah, it's his fan theme. They're all marching across the table. Yeah, it's actually nice because our both of our bases kind of match too. Like we both have these dark kind of ruined and yeah, just a van looking base. You guys even match schemes on the bases, right? Like yeah, I've each other's. Uh, I painted his uh, for Ferris's display base. Like I painted dead embers. Like I painted them in my my that's scheme sick. on his base, which is yeah, that's tight. So it's, that's yeah, awesome. our armies tie in really nicely. We we need to find a table now that. <laughs> That'll that'll work, so we can do some big exhibition game one day. Yeah, hey, you guys actually should. That'd be really cool to see. Yeah, I think it'd be. I think it'd be pretty neat. Yeah. Um. Hey. Yeah, and you know, as usual, Phil uh, took a solid win. No shock. Um. But it was it was fun. Good game. And then played with. I think my third game was with Tony, but I can't remember for sure. He's one of the newer guys around here. Uh, still still learning, but he's. He's been plugging out a lot of stuff. I think he's working on like a full Ultramarines armored company currently, like with all the new plastic kits. And was he there? Yeah, I think he was at that one. I was trying to remember. Oh, uh, again, it's been a couple months. I either played him at this one or it was the one before that. But I think this is. I think I played him at this last one in November, um, where he had awesome. wasn't fully like he, he's still working on a lot of his stuff. But he's got he still this is before he, all the tanks, so he had a lot of infantry still and. Right. A bit of a hodgepodge of stuff together, but um, but he seems pretty enthusiastic for it. So cool, nice to see new people around. Mm. Uh, but after that, yeah. that was like probably like mid-November or something like that. So I think after that, there wasn't really much. I mean, December was super quiet. Uh, I was kind of tired from all the painting and hobbing we had been doing pretty much up until for you know for kippers and everything. So I was kind of burnt out and mostly was just taking a break through December. Uh, but now it feels like this is like there's nonstop heresy basically coming up for the next few months. It feels like there's just so many things going on. Yeah, um, totally. 
which is great. So now I'm super jazzed. Uh, like I said, I've been playing a lot of games with my Emperor's Children and finding out, like, okay, this is what I want to change or the units I want to add. So now I have a drive to, like, start collecting some new units done. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like I finally picked up Lucius, which I'm super stoked to work on. And he also seems mm. like a beast on the table. Oh, you, what you're doing sounds amazing too. Like I, I love that you're building him his own personal land raider with like trophies and stuff all over it. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm working on now. And that new plastic <laughs> land raider is friggin' awesome. Um, that was the first. I think it's the first new vehicle. Well, I built the Leviathan, which was a bit of a pain in the dick. Uh, not gonna lie. Nice kit when it's all done, but it, it was a lot. Yeah, to put together, and I was kind of like, oh, <laughs> wish I had yeah. a resin block. <laughs> but uh, in the end, it, I mean, it, it turned out good. But it was not necessarily fun to do. Uh, mm. But the the land raider was fucking awesome. It went together super well. Everything fit so nicely. And at first, you see the, all the track pieces, and it's like, oh, fucking PTSD from like it was yeah, back totally. In the day. Oh, God. Yeah, it's it's but, insane uh, how much better it is than yeah. The like they all they clipped right it. Like you you could literally push fit all the tracks in and it all held together. And I was like, God damn, this is a fucking nice kit. Wow. Uh, mm, so yeah. I was quite impressed so with nice. this. And like the doors are like just perfectly stiff enough where it's like they can you can easily yeah. you don't have to worry about like oh, oh. I'm gonna have to glue them because they're gonna start getting shitty. Dude, the only Spartan I ever built was the OG shits. Yeah. Supplant. Me too. Building that fucking thing was like literally just, oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I got I got that raider put together and sprayed. Uh, but it's uh, yeah, it was a it was a really pleasant build. Uh, I was pretty stoked. It's awesome. Um, so that was cool. Uh, but that's really all I really hobby wise. That's all I really have done is put those guys together. I've been doing other stuff, not thirty k related, a little bit here and there. But um, I got a a big drive now. I think too. Get a bunch of heresy done for this, all the, the various things we have coming up, including this weekend. Uh, we've got another uh, game day up in Nanaimo, uh, up at Drop Zone. I'm not sure how many of us will be up there, but uh, you know, I day will. Of three games, be good times. Yeah, fucking stoked. That's literally yeah. I've been plugging away, getting ready for that. Like probably painting more aggressively than I may have ever painted in my life. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, like, you yeah. got a hand to get... I mean, like, we've got that, then, like, right away in February, like, we've got a little... few of us are planning to go to the Spire, so that'll be fucking sick. Hell yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen Yeah, we're yet, really so. excited about that. I don't know exactly what we're going to do yet, but... Yeah, exactly, yeah, but, but some, we'll figure it out. It'll, stuff, be, it'll be a nice, nice day and evening of heresy, I think. Uh, oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. It'd be good. So yeah. I guess I can... Still waiting for an event to go up officially, but uh, Martin and I are gonna put on our own little heresy thing at Gauntlet Games here, starting in February. And we're gonna look mm-hmm. at something, doing something probably monthly, uh, or maybe bi-monthly. Might intermingle with Titanicus, like do some alternating. Mm-hmm. Um, but same format as like we've been doing up in Nanaimo, basically doing like on a Sunday or a Saturday. I think in this case it's a Sunday at the end of February, and uh, you know three day, three games. Pretty casual. Uh, just have fun with it. So, but it'd be nice to get something like in actual, you know, Victoria proper going. A little more, uh, a little more structured, and on this. a little more uh, punctual, I guess. You know, try to keep it at least once a month or something would be kind of nice. Um, yeah, it's something we've been missing for a long time here. So I'm, I'm really happy you guys are taking up the reins and just doing it. Yeah, it should be good. I will uh, be Gauntlet's been awesome to work with, and you know, to 
kind of host and put stuff together, and we're going to work with them to try and also help help them get their terrain a little more up to uh, 30k standards. Uh, so, you know, nice. Mostly been 40k players. Yeah, and that's store. the thing. Not every not every event needs to be huge, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think they've got these little. They can do like five tables for now, and then. You know, oh yeah, ten players is pretty good if we can get every get. I'm pretty sure we can get ten people out. Uh, yeah, and we could probably grow from there if we need to. So the options are there, awesome. which is cool. Mm-hmm. Nice man, the people's champ. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Chaw. Yeah, uh, that's that's about it for me. Uh, you got you got your uh, second edition 40k stuff, man. Well, that too. Yeah, I'm also doing. Dude, that. that's that's awesome. Another. I just love how you're doing it. It's fun, yeah. I'm doing it. it what's the well, the, the Cowabunga uh, 40k Second Edition Challenge? Uh, okay, it's just it's, that's the guy's the guy who runs it. That's like his blog name is Cowabunga, and it's all like Ninja Turtles themed. <laughs> How that ties nice. into uh, uh, you know 40k and stuff? Don't ask me. But he's like an old hammer dude. He's big into that kind of stuff, um, and he's awesome. been running it for years. And it's just like all these guys will sign up for it, and it's like every month basically you have a, you have a slice of a challenge that you you commit to painting and uh you know he puts he hosts it and puts it up on his blog and stuff like that so uh yeah i joined that again doing eldar this time which is weird i've never painted eldar in my life a little intimidating that's Uh, cool Uh i know when i saw your uh you're getting the fire dragons up next those are my first warhammer model i ever bought oh really was the, the those second edition fire dragons and then i got the um the phoenix lord with it later yeah, yeah. Uh, Mog and Ra or something like that. Name is. I don't have Mog and Ra. No, that's the Dark Reaper one. Oh yeah, that's the yeah. Dark Reaper. Uh, what the hell's the fire guy? I have him. <laughs> He's one of the guys on uh, the pile. But it almost sounds like Fulgrim. Oh, but it might be. Yeah, it's not full. Yeah, it does sound similar yeah. to Fulgrim. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who you're talking about, but I can't remember. He's got yeah. like a big fiery axe, and I shouldn't say big. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the storm changed. Actually, I think it's still the same one you can buy. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's the same one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like the warp spiders that you put together. Yeah, exactly. it's funny seeing some like going looking at the models and it's like, oh yeah, these are still the same fucking <laughs> the same thing they sell. Yeah, wild. I mean, they've done a lot for that range, but it's there's still so much that's <laughs> the same sculpt now for like 25 years. Well, and that's the thing. I thought I, I actually thought that they redid that all that stuff. They did like, a, it's not, a lot. I thought they like redid everything. a bunch of it recently. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, there's still a lot of the. It's like the corn berserker is finally getting replaced just now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Same kind of deal. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, what I got going on. Awesome. Nice man. Um. Yeah. I guess I'll go next. We'll save Brennan as BDE for last because <laughs> he's the hobby king. Um. Yeah, I've been kind of just all over the place to be completely honest. Like so. I've been working on just basically whatever it calls to me since I got back. So a lot of it has just been working on just Aaron, um, getting bits here and there done. Um, I've basically been trying to slowly batch paint about um, 13 of them at once. So I'm kind of working on that. And then I've been working on uh, Horace's personal Spartan. I got a bunch of work done on like a couple of weeks ago. Like I basically got it to completely tabletop, which is awesome because I was having a game with uh, Martin and I really just wanted it to look good on the table, even though it's not done. It looks uh, good enough to put on a table and most people are going to look at that and just assume that it's finished. Um, 
that they don't know that I'm going to go way further with it, you know, but uh, yeah. So really happy with that. Got a bunch of uh, just Aaron up to the same level now. So like, basically I can just kind of like slowly work through uh, what's left. Um, and in particular, been working on this stuff sort of in the background and, and more so though, I've actually been working on uh, Mechanicum. So like, it's been a really busy week. So basically, Teo's running this event in um, Nanaimo in a, I don't know, how long is it? For this Saturday. So yeah, like a couple days here. And um, I have been going absolutely ham because originally I was going and I was like, okay, I want to bring my Myrmidon call list. Uh, anyone who's, you know, listened to the show for a while knows that I have a, if there's two things I love, it's uh, Sons of Horus and Mechanicum. Hmm. And I've always had a complete um, fascination and obsession with Myrmidons. And I've always wanted to be able to do a Myrmidon call list. There's literally an episode where me and Tim uh, just talked for two hours about basically our wish listing for the next Mechanicum book. And I think at the top of both of our lists was a Myrmidon call. So the fact that we could finally do it is. I can't really even express how excited I am about it because it's just like <laughs> literally like something like, yeah, it's it's like my favorite mechanic and stuff. So I have been working on this list and I was originally planning. I was like, all right, I'm just going to like hop out and I'll get the stuff to tabletop ready. And by tabletop, I basically just meant I'm going to get bases on it, get three coats on it and then play it. Um, but in the last couple of days on Saturday, uh, we went up to Everything Games, me and Eric and a bunch of other local uh, heresy people, and we played games, and I got kind of self-conscious because I had my army deployed, and I'd just gotten uh, four of the Myrmidons were just like literally had been built like the day before, just had like brown paint on them. And um, they're gonna die. the rest of it was mostly done, yeah. So I got that sort of feeling of like, oh, I really want this to be painted because all everyone else's armies here are so gorgeous. And I just kind of just wish my stuff looked nice, um, set up cohesively. So I decided, and this is something that I am generally very resistant to doing is like over committing myself to something. But I was like, all right, I've decided I want to get all this stuff completely fully, fully painted for the event in Nanaimo. So in the last um, three days, I guess since Sunday, I have been working on literally just this Mermin on call list. And it's basically consists of, I shouldn't say this Mermin on call list, I should say finishing out my Mermin on call list because I already had a bunch of Mermidons. But the call actual Mermidax sort of Mermidon based list, you want to have more Mermidons than I even had. So I bought like a bunch more. Like, so I ended up. Now I've got uh, seven that I'm working on, and then I basically got the uh, 3D files for photon thrusters, the rest of my, the ones that I already had, like the destructors I already had. So I've also been working on all of those. And then um, I also got a Thanatar Calyx, which has been something that's been on my to-do list and sort of like uh, something I had a back burner as like a passion project for a long time that I've been planning to do. And so over the last three days, I've basically taken a Calyx from half completion and then a bunch of Myrmidons that were like in various 
some weren't barely worked on and then three of them were kind of like had some airbrushing on them and I've worked them out to they're almost complete. So literally like I'm still working on them every single day this week. I've basically been working on them eight hours a day. So um, I have them almost to completion now and I'm genuinely really fucking stoked on it because uh, I think they look really good. Um, so yeah, they painted up seven Myrmidons, painted up the Thanatar Calyx, uh, painted up all the photon thrusters and the radiation engines and all the weapons and stuff that I needed for the rest of the stuff. And, uh, yeah, um, they're not fully done right now, but they're very close. I just applied the oils today, which is one of the last steps. So yeah, really stoked to, uh, finish them up, planning to hopefully finish them tomorrow. And uh, bring them out on Saturday in all their glory and just, yeah, show this super grim, dark looking uh, cyborg slash robot army. And then uh, I guess last, I'll say, this isn't really hobby progress, but I think it warrants uh, mentioning because we've got Brennan on here and I, regardless of whether or not he was on here, I would say it. But I have also hired Brennan himself to, uh, paint me a horse ascended model which i'm stupidly excited for um oh yeah that model is now out <laughs> and it looks incredible and uh yeah this is something to me and brian have talked talked about for a long time i don't know when i, I can't remember when i sort of brought it up to you the first time brennan but years ago right yeah you brought it, it up like almost Two years ago or something like that you're like if they ever make a, a horus ascended model i'm gonna get you to paint it I'm like okay <laughs> i will yeah and i think it was also the uh um we were also talking like i was talking about maybe getting one converted or whatever if it didn't but i was like oh they're eventually they'll probably do one right like and then yeah, yeah. lo and behold they uh they did so that is sort of very very stupid excited to see what comes out of that and i gotta say i've been looking at all these model all the models and reading the reviews of it and i think that is the best character model that gw has ever put out i think it is absolutely insane um yeah just huge like super detailed so much life in the face i haven't actually gotten a gush about the horse to a model i don't think on the podcast yet if i can't really remember if last time we recorded they had shown him but yeah just people who are regulars kind of know that I've got this huge love affair with Sons of Horus and been playing them since 2013. But I got to say, like, yeah, that Horus Ascended model is just, I'm, I'm so unbelievably stoked on it. It's just, it's just awesome. He looks so um, angry in it. Like I'm looking yeah, at it, right and he and, looks so detailed. Like the, yeah. the that's the thing. It's like you can see so much of that expression in his face. It's where before it was relatively blank by comparison. Yeah, um, yeah. really, really cool. Yeah. Well, I also uh, there's a big contrast between the two models, and one had a very stoic face, and this one you can just see the hate and resentment and anger. Oh, yeah, yeah, for well, sure. Like- the first one, like Horus, is like rising up, right? He's, yeah, like, yeah. At the, at the pinnacle, it's like, hey, this is the the most charismatic leader, like mm. of all of his brothers. And then <laughs> this one now, he's like actually looks like he's stepping down, 
like coming down at you. So it's like, yeah, it's true. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. about that too. Oh, it was like all the symbolism of the actual pose yeah. itself and how he yeah. really is. He's like looming in the new the new models where the other one he's very he's got his arm up and it's I looked at it as like the uh, looking towards the future and versus like looking up towards the future versus looking down towards the future like yeah yeah very symbolic but just an absolutely incredible model like i yeah yeah, i can't say enough i've i've looked at basically every single one i've been able to find that's painted um Mm -hmm. just been searching them out and i just yeah i just can't believe how good of a job they did with it yeah even the emphasis on the weapons i like where the first one he's holding the world breaker is it called yeah 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 he's pointing it upwards so that's the weapon yeah. of emphasis, and that weapon was by the emperor, right? Given to him by the emperor. Yeah. But in the ascended version, his claw is out, like, and it was always it was mentioned that Horace was like that was his favorite weapon, even though he has Worldbreaker, but he loved his the, the claw, right? Yeah, yeah. So it exemplifies the Sons of Horus style of just like cutting the hamstrings out from something. Yeah. yeah, and I think uh, the thing that I really like about it too, and, and really, so the claw specifically, like, I just love the level of articulation that they've added to it. And it really does look like this really hooked and gnarly. Like the old claw, he's sort of holding it like it's almost like he's, uh, almost like he could be like holding something with the two the two fingers, almost like it's like kind of like, his hand is almost closing as where this one it's like it's wide open and it just looks like this razor edge like just he's ready to slash with it uh come up with like a slashing stroke or whatever or he could be you know in the trailer they do that where it's like he could just be dragging someone behind him with it like um but the other thing i was noticing about the model that is incredible and i would urge anyone who hasn't done this to go back and look at some of the original horus art and really really look at it next to the model because it's uh it it really is unbelievable how much of the um the details that they were able to successfully capture Mm -hmm. from that original art like it's insane it, it is just absolutely so impressive. Um, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at with that. I, I me and Craig were talking about it earlier. It's just fucking. <laughs> I think everyone's super stoked on it, but yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to painting it. Uh, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't order mine. Yeah. I didn't order one. I'm just gonna pick them up when I'm down in LVO. Because oh, I'll yeah. have to store there. Yeah, so. that's fair. Because you'll get it faster. So well, yeah, exactly. Not, you'll get to see it faster. Hopefully there's some left. I assume there will be. They usually pack a lot, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't actually checked the website if there's like I think you can still print. I don't it. think he sold that. Well, I don't it doesn't seem like anything even sells out in the pre-orders anymore. I thought that they did, and then I thought about it. And I was like, well, I think what actually usually happens is they just sell it, but then they just they just take forever to uh deliver it. They don't tell you that they, they ran out, they just like don't ship it for three months. <laughs> Which is a great, <laughs> great business Very model. Fun. Yeah, exactly. At least that's what's happened to me the last couple of times. I've gotten something and it's like oh, really? a while. It's just like, Damn. oh yeah, yeah. I literally. keep hearing about that, but I've never, I've never experienced it myself. Yeah, I've had it happen. Yeah, to me. that's why I was so like vehement about getting it right away, like getting you on on buying it right away. Because like when I bought the Sons of Horus heads, I bought <laughs> them literally. 
five minutes or 10 minutes. I mean, it was probably, probably 20 minutes after they launched, I guess, actually. And they took three and a half months. Actually, no, they never showed up. Sorry. I waited for three and a half months. They never showed up. And then I just canceled the order. And went other routes. Yeah. Did you guys order it from uh, Forge World or from GW itself? Because it was on both, right? Forge World. Or, yeah, I think it was Forge World. I ordered from Forge World. I don't know what difference it would make, but... I I don't know. I suspect it wouldn't make a difference. I don't think it would. Because even when I called to get... Like, I, I that's actually another example of this, is I ordered the Sons of Horus Praetor a long time ago, and, um, yeah, a similar thing happened where it just, like, took forever to ship. And then... Yeah, I ended up actually calling the GW store to uh, get it. Yeah, get it replaced or get get them to send another one. And the the upside of that was that I got two of them sent to me. So like one of them is actually going to go to Brennan when I rake it off my ass and send it to him. <laughs> no rush. But yeah. But I will. So, but I will like it eventually in the mailbox. That'd be nice. Or just bring it when you come. Yeah, I'll probably bring it with me. That's the thing. And, and they're part of the reason why I kept getting delayed is because, like, there was, like, a couple times where I was like, oh, I'll give it to Ray. And like, if he shows it, and then, like, oh, forget, I forgot to give it to him or whatever. And then it's like, oh, AJ was going to go visit you. And it was like, oh, okay, I guess I won't, I won't mail it because I'll give it to AJ. And then something comes up so AJ couldn't go, go visit you at the Spire. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I miss that guy. I can't wait to see him again soon. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so I guess that leaves uh, you, big, big B. Yo, yo, man, a lot on the plate. Well, I won't get into like the. Well, actually, a couple of commissions were actually very notable. Um, recently, I got a another client um, who really likes my white scars. So I didn't think I would ever replicate the scheme, but uh, for this guy, I will. So. Um, if you followed recently, I just finished um, uh, finished Chinza's um, Keshig, so his bodyguard. So you just yeah, take, like, those the, are uh, oh, those aren't yours. Those are oh man. Oh no, no, they're they're clients. I'm slowly the banner, right? depressed to find out they're not. Yeah, lying. yeah. Oh, those are incredible. So yeah, I pretty yeah. much like pretty much took the the uh, white scars. Um, Eben Keshig models, um, and then just did a a custom banner. So the yeah, one of the Craig, guys. Just just really quick, Craig. If you haven't seen Brennan's painting, you should look it up on Instagram right now because it it will blow your fucking mind. It's so yeah, good. I'm doing it. Um, yeah, that. so I I took that guy. I took the leader, and then I actually the the banner was actually made from. I bought one of those, uh, one of the elves from Age of Sigmar, the main standard. I hacked that up, removed all of that, removed the whole um, banner design because they have like a, you know, um, a molded banner. It's a pain in the ass. Oh, but yeah. uh, then I, then I uh, painted a, tried to my 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 take on like a just like a traditional Chinese dragon on it, just for uh, the. For the banner, I guess, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the the client's actually he was born in Year of the Dragon, so that's why I asked him. Like, you know, kind of worked out that that's a pretty pretty awesome zodiac sign for oh, uh, perfect. 
for a yeah. White Scars player, so I'm like, nice. You know, if you got like the pig, I would just laugh, but I'd be like, hey, you're getting it. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, that unit was like really cool. It was a lot of fun to paint, That's and literally like one of the best. Things. Like I, I love that. Literally, I was, I was just gawking at it the other night. I was showing it to Dino as well. Like it's just ridiculous how good it looks. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, that definitely those kind of projects really like push you as well. Like, I didn't get to use an airbrush for a little while just because I accidentally like. Um, broke the nozzle. Oh, so I was like, "Shit, how am I gonna do this?" And then, kind of just, okay, let's just paint it all by hand. <laughs> let's just do all brushwork on white armor and and do it all that. I'm just like, "Hey, you know, get out of your comfort zone and you just mm. go at it." And then there was the banner at the end, but the the banner wasn't as the banner wasn't as nerve wracking as the armor, just because. Stupid white scars, you gotta keep them like you gotta keep that white clean. Mm. And throughout the whole painting process too, like there I've had to redo parts because I got like a like a bit of like smudge from my hand and then it dirtied the white. I was like, fuck. The oh. metallics are the worst for that too. I don't know if you're like if you yeah. metallics, but it's like ugh. Not on that stuff, but yeah, if you ever get like metallic flake in your paint pot, you didn't rinse it out properly. It'll come to haunt you. It'll, you'll get on other parts and just mm-hmm. look stupid. Just really annoying. Um, besides uh, that, um, I also sent off um, this uh, Alpha Legion model that I painted. It's actually the first, uh, the first new Heresy model that I did paint coming back from uh, coming back from Nottingham during the Heresy release. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just sent that. I just fi- I finally I finally sent that model to my buddy Josh out there. Oh, make on edge. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He. Uh, oh, he's the one who hooked me up, man. Like That's he. he uh, <laughs> yeah, he helped. You know, he asked. Uh, got me as a plus one. So, hotel accommodations, and I stayed at his flat when we were in London. It's like, hey, you're you're getting a model. <laughs> yeah, he just uh, he put you in his luggage, didn't he? smuggled me over yeah yeah you know something like that what else Um, I guess for anything else painted now mostly for like a lot of just more client work I was doing just some everything from like Song of Ice and Fire I got my buddies uh, doing a a board game Kickstarter that I painted his figures for. But um, for Warhammer or anything else, I'm really stoked. I get to paint um, the uh, the Mauler Squigs again for the oh, same nice. guy. Mm. I just love those models. Sorry, it's not heresy, but the, the Mauler Squigs are some of the coolest sculpts in uh, Age of Sigmar. And um, the, the, first, the first time I painted, I really enjoyed it. It was hilariously fun and now i get to do it again um of course you guys all know that i'll be painting uh horace when he <laughs> when he comes and he arrives at the doorstep which will be really really dope yeah yeah 
And then else on the block, I still have a. I got six White Scars jet bikes, which are not going to be mine. Same guy. No. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like you know, it's. Is that hard? Like, usually you're 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 doing commissions for other armies. Like, it's not your own kind of stuff. So it's like yeah, it's different. But now you're like the expertise of like having to paint units for your army and then ship them off to somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's the first time it's actually like turned out this way. Like I've never had a client who wanted, um, you know, my exact army or you know how it's painted. But I kind of looked at it as like I really, really enjoy painting white scars okay. so much, and just by the very nature of the legion, I also feel that it's very. I think it'd be like very fitting to I don't have to paint them exactly like as if you're going to do an army scheme like they still have to read they still have to look white scars they still have to the feel like they're all from the same world or the, you know in that sense mm. i.e. like my interpretation of them but I don't have to be absolutely rigid on how I do like the atmospheric lighting or anything like that, I can kind of change it the way I want it to, or and not get bored. And why yeah. I think like the white scars are good at that too, just because even just in the, the Legion ethos is like it's absolute freedom. You know, you are the master of your own destiny. All you do is you answer the con when he calls mm-hmm. you. You know, so um, so painting this for him allows me to like, I guess, if you think about. If I ever think about like the end of like my painting days, like, and I think about how many models I painted, I can say that not only I have like a lot that I've painted, but it's it's kind of cool that the 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 white scars I paint are out on the other side of the world. Does that mm, make yeah. sense? You know what yeah. I mean? I, I guess so. It's like, hey, and yeah, yeah you know, I, I sign my work too, so it's kind of you know, I kind of hide it in there and. It's just to me that's just like a, uh, a like a thought. I thought it's like okay, yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool. Let's do it. And he clearly, um, you know, he really appreciates the Legion a lot, and he mm. kind of like I, he's been following like uh, he followed all of my White Scars progression, and it took me a while to like even start an army because I only painted like odd models, like everything from like I just painted a single jet bike. You know, just with like the original like sunrise kind of like lighting exposure that I was trying to do. So he saw that. He even saw like the Praetor that I did, um, the silver, the silver con, or I call him like Yufei. Uh, so yeah. I got kind of like got that idea of like a silver bullet. Like you're so fast. I was like, so I just tried doing like that, like a chrome effect with like a cool and a warm side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you like really kind of it, it was really it's very flattering to have like someone who like followed that and really enjoyed it. And then when he saw when I first did the the uh, the green in the white scars, he's like, "Oh, okay." Then he got into contact and he's like, "This is what I want. Would you do it for me?" I'm like, "No, okay. <laughs> All right, I like it that much. Like it's that much fun." So, but um. Well, I'm doing six jet bikes for him, and then I'm doing another six for myself. You know, gonna have to like one free. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, a little bit back and forth. So, um, of course, I am building a White Scars army. Um, before I sent off those models, I did have one game with them. Oh, nice. <laughs> I had to. I had to try. <laughs> yeah, so I, I put him with uh, my my own Chinza, and I had a game against Ray and his Ultramarines. Yeah, awesome. yeah, it was fun. You know, they the, the, those uh, unfortunately. Uh, Chinza is a little heavy on the points, especially for what he does. <laughs> mm. But he tried. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the game was really, really close. He won because he had a dreadnought. And that was the <laughs> last. And that was actually the last thing that was standing in the entire game. Okay. Everything else was dead. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I was gonna say like I know there's been a lot of gaming at the spire going on, but do you get much in, or are you usually just kind of hanging out? Oh, half the time, like I'd probably be painting for like eight eight hours in the day, eight nine hours maybe, mm-hmm. like eight for average. But then when it gets time to like they come in for the evenings for gaming, I'm just like I I'm fucking kind of dead. <laughs> I'm tired, <laughs> so you know I don't always get to stick around. But um, I try to get a game at least once a month. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, that's it's it, two is two is really nice. Yeah, I think I think two is like a like bonus land. But um, especially when they're like the the all the guys are there actually like it's so much, it, it's it's bigger the heresy's bigger than ever now. I'm just I still can't believe how many people we have at the spire that play heresy. Yeah, you were saying that it's like yeah wild. it's just wild LPO, LPO. it's crazy yeah it's wild because it just used to be like me cam ray and chris you know just us four like getting together and playing games and then now it's goddamn there's like a dozen or more and i don't even have to like organize it they just go at it on discord they're like you'll show up but like we have a friday night that we do heresy friday nights so but this friday i'll be playing yeah <laughs> oh, nice. yeah i get to pull out the thousand suns which nice. uh, i i still have a lot of love for <laughs> even though in this uh this new edition i'm not super like you know not as them. happy not as stoked about them um but you know the, the lack of uh, psychic phase. Boo. Yeah, <laughs> you're the only one I think upset about that. I was the only one. I <laughs> loved it. Other thousand some players. I loved it. I just liked it just for the fact that it's like it was so different than the rest of the armies. But that's what kind of yeah. made the psychic phase so unique because most people never participate in it because yeah. Well, feel like the psychic phase now is like i i think it's better but i don't think yeah. there's enough of a way for mm-hmm. an army like thousand suns to shine like it feels like especially with magnus it's like oh there's no real bonus to being like a higher level psyker aside from the fact that you know more powers but it just kind of feels yeah. a little bit weird yeah it's a kind of funny that way i mean you know, I, I like what I actually do like oh for the health of the game and for like even larger games too. Like not having a psychic phase and they move the powers to like whatever phase you do it at. That's cool. Yeah. 
the, the variety yes. is kind of the, the variety for me kind of hurts and they, they they also hurt my um my favorite discipline divination because you know gotta love aramin and the corvidae but mm-hmm. you know they have like a shooting attack with divining dart i'm like what the hell that <laughs> oh, doesn't that do one, anything right. that, that, yeah you, i was just reading pre- the um the psychic powers uh yesterday i think just like yeah i haven't re- i've kind of ignored it but yeah. it's kind of a shame that like there's one that's so good that it just kind of it's almost dumb to take anything like well maybe if you're a thousand signs you've got a lot more options but like yeah you, if you're just taking a psyker with your army it's like well why would i not take the one that turns off reactions like that's yeah so good it's, yeah. it's unfortunate i think biomancy is quite good too I was looking at them, and, like, there were some that were like, oh, this seems like it would situationally be okay, but, yeah, they don't seem balanced against each other well, I would say that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the, the best one is... one is bad, too, but it'll depend just on what you're kind of running. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, I I, like, I see some of, like, the, for, like, you know, being a biomancer, at least they got rid of some of the... A lot of those... A lot of those powers are so good. Yeah, <laughs> and they were, and they were, yeah. they were also they were defensively as well as offensively. Where yeah, exactly. in this edition, it's good. They just made them purely for offense. That's fine. But mm-hmm. yeah, like telepathy yeah. is like it, it's so good. Like you, you do not. You always take telepathy. You know, mm-hmm. reducing yeah. reducing someone's ability to especially if you're do, assault do an action. Right? Yeah. It's especially if you're an assault army. Like, like reactions are so strong. Overwatch is so strong. Like, yeah. And yeah, I found myself like I never played librarians before, but now that I actually have the models, I you know I was like, oh, I'll try it on a whim, and then it was like, oh man, this might just be like almost uh, slightly mandatory for assault armies to have these sometimes because reactions are so strong. Especially yeah. for your army, right? Because like. Your your whole yeah, exactly. thing gets turned off when someone holds the line. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. Hold this bitch and then just turn it off. It's, uh, it's a little better. <laughs> yeah, trying to make trying to make uh, lemonade, you know, like. <laughs> but yeah, it's like fucking yeah, it's true. It's just like, well, I kind of feel like shoehorned into that a little bit because yeah, you're right. It's just kind of a specifically affects my legions so much. Mm-hmm. And my legion is a somewhat one-dimensional compared to what it used to be. Sadly, um, yeah, basically just a salt army now. So, yeah, but it's fun to use a librarian though. Still, like I never, I never used them before. Like I said, so it's it's mm-hmm. at very least it's nice to oh, sort yeah. of have something yeah, like, to try out. I, I painted my first one. For all the years of heresy, I finally painted my first one a couple months ago. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I actually yeah. want to try this now. Because before I was just like, I can't be bothered to figure out how this works. I'm just going to ignore yeah, this exactly. phase. Well, yeah. and you always felt like, oh, if I have a librarian, well, are they even able to cast in their powers? Because if that person has more psychic powers than me, then I'm just fucked anyways. Like, yeah, yep. for sure. Which was another issue with the way that it worked. Yeah. I wish they I wish they brought in I wish they kept the the levels of the psychers just so you know yeah like I, Magnus, I Magnus is the most that, boring character to use in the game that's so what I've heard game. yeah and that's such a bummer because he's not supposed to he should be he should be the opposite of that like mm-hmm. yeah. and, I, and I was a hater of how overpowered Magnus was before don't get me wrong like I really despise uh. him just like Basically, it's just like, oh, I can do whatever I want, and then I can beat every other Primarch in the challenge, even though I'm the fucking wizard guy, not the fucking combat guy. Like, but 
they went too far in the other direction, I think. Hey, like, man, they did Gandalf can fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've all seen it. We've all seen it. Yeah, and this is a new addition, yeah. though. It's hilarious. Like, the amount of powers that are useless to Magnus is just mm-hmm. funny at the end of the day. Yeah, know? Teo was talking a lot about this. Yeah, it's... Thousand Sons too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hopefully they, you know, when they come out with a, a future expansion yeah. of, like, you know, and just call it <laughs> Book of Magnus. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> You get a bunch of cool psychic powers and yada yada yada. Well, to yada. be fair, like it's kind of I'm I like it's kind of what I think a lot of this stuff's gonna end up likely being is like yeah. adding with expansions, right? Like probably adding new rules and adding new gameplay. So probably. I wouldn't be surprised if that's eventually happens. Yeah, but don't get me wrong. Like I'm not saying Thousand Suns are bad. I still think they're. They're, no, they're it's pretty... just Magnus is boring and maybe yeah. not not representative of what yeah. you would expect him to be on the table yeah. or that's in your head. You gotta love their plasma weapons are the best. Oh, are they so good? Oh, they're they're fucking nasty, man. Just to be able to like, because you can overclock them to strength eight. Ooh. Oh shit! And then they have a breaching yeah, on okay. a, but they have breaching on a six. But the nice right. thing is, you're just like. You're just doubling out so many people. Yeah. It's like and, even if it's not breaching, you're like, oh, if I roll a one with that Terminator, he's dead. Yeah. Like, versus just taking a wound. Yeah. And the nasty thing is they're they're um they're not twenty-four inches. They're eighteen, but they're assault too. And they don't overheat. Oh, nice. What the yeah. hell what weapon is this? I didn't know they had a plasma. I knew they yeah. had like the one on the that one, the castle. Yeah, the, the ether, ether, fire, plasma. So any like a there's a oh. there's a plot there's a pistol version, the you know the gun version Crazy. or rifle version, and then there's like the uh, there's the plasma cannon. So same yeah. thing, template, but it it starts off as strength six, but you take a psych check and then you, it bumps up to strength eight. Huh. Yeah, nice. That uh, sounds I, fun too. Like it doesn't yeah. sound overpowered or. It just kind of sounds like a unique and cool thing. It's like it's got its downsides. It's not as good at, um, you know, with the breaching thing, yeah. but it's like unique in itself and still very effective, uniquely mm-hmm. effective. Yeah, my my fun joke is I want to put that on a. Um, I want to grab a Moritat with two yeah. ether plasma pistols mm-hmm. with divination, so you can give it. Um, precision shots on fives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was... Just well, that was the thing I was going to say, though. All the psychic powers, there's the one psychic psychic tree where you can give stuff precision strike, which that yeah, was the one that I thought was actually really... Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. There's there's definitely something to be said for that, because you could stick a librarian in the back and put that on heavy weapons units or you can put it on guys with melted guns and stuff like that like there's definitely something to be said for how it's thematically cool and 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 synergistically cool so take a last take a last cannon heavy weapon team (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) you're not hunting tanks you're hunting hq units (laughs) you're just like using a last can overkill yeah Yeah. um, sorry back on i guess Oh yeah, I was gonna say back on like the hobby, the hobby side. Um, 
I know, sorry, it's sold out. I was going to advertise it here, but um, yeah, on February 5th, yeah, yeah, on February 5th, I have a, another um, painting workshop happening down at the Spire. This time uh, on NNM, so, which will be really awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's the second, second event I've, or second workshop I've done this year. Or, uh, sorry, um, within the last like couple of months. Uh, I did an airbrush one prior. Had a really good, awesome turnout of that. Then, um, yeah. yeah, another NNM one's yeah. coming out. So, Yeah, and your course is really good. I mean, I did the, the one there, and while I, n- not everything stuck with me in terms of memory, the stuff it did is lessons that I will forever sort of have and are just like tools in my belt. So really cool. Yeah, man, you're a champ, especially after uh, from coming out there seeing you and uh, you and AJ just fucking shit-faced. <laughs> yeah. I got some good photographs of that day. Yeah. <laughs> it, was for the, it was for the children. Yeah. Uh, I gotta find. I gotta find this. I gotta find this photo for Craig. He'll know what he. I know exactly which one. It is. <laughs> yeah. I think I do too. Yeah. <laughs> what was he doing? Uh, we're just me and AJ just got really shit faced and drunk and we like passed out. Oh, it was like we passed out on stream. <laughs> yeah. It was for the heresy against DMD. Uh, oh okay. Streamathon that they do every year. This must have been pre-COVID, right? I guess. Yeah, yeah it's pre-COVID, yeah. probably. Yeah. And like, of course, like the yeah. Canadians, like I think because of the time zone difference, wherever they were, like it must have been noon when you guys started, so you guys were drinking already. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that and one we too. Didn't get food. <laughs> we didn't get any food. Yeah, you guys. Oh, you guys were just. Could you imagine, like, we they were doing the podcast, and I'm there, and both these guys just pass out, and I was like, "Hey, <laughs> what you're all on your own. Do? I'm all on my own." Yeah, that's uh, hilarious. Don't feel bad for that. That was, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, Craig, uh, there's one of the photos in there on the uh, in the the guest chat. That was Check just like the out. greatest screen screen grab. I don't even know what was happening, but. That picture, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that one actually. AJ in uh, a moment of ecstasy with the headphones half on. Yeah, yeah. And then here's the other one. <laughs> there it is. That was... There it is. <laughs> so for all you listeners, um, it's pretty much uh, John. You were just like you look this... dead. <laughs> you look dead. You're like flat on your back. Yeah. Like straight coffin pose. With your and, backpack uh, in your hands. Yeah, and AJ is just like just slouched into the couch or into this armchair. And this is when he was trying to airbrush. He was trying to paint some like Alpha Legion or something. And you can literally see these like overspray lines shooting everything but the model. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I'm like, oh, I had to actually take the airbrush out of his hand because it started to like he tipped it over and like paint was on the on the desk and I was like, oh Jesus, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> I don't remember any of this. No, of course you don't. Head. You're passed out. <laughs> God. Yeah, 
Not our proudest moment, but there she is. There it is. Oh, boys, I like to party. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much like, yeah, I'd say like that's everything on my main hobby front. Yeah. Besides just other, you know, little odds and ends, little client works here and there. And, um, oh, actually, geez, how do I forget? And it's just working on, got a, got my first entry. I'm trying to get into Golden Demon, so, yeah. Oh, wow. That's at Adepticon, right? Yeah, it's at Adepticon, so I got my ticket, so. That's insane. Yeah, it should be, should be quite the experience, you know? I don't know. If I go there, it's just like, trying to get at least a finalist pin would be. Could be awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know, man. You're non. I don't know. Your your stuff is really ridiculous. That awful legionary you were talking about is one of the most impressive painted models I've ever seen. It is the cape and all the non the the non metallic metals and all that. It's just fucking crazy. Thanks, man. But you're right. There are a lot of good painters. But that, that yeah. said, you know, I think you're you're definitely up there. Like, yeah. Cheers, mate. Yeah, I'm heading yeah. out there with a few friends uh, coming out with me. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah. Also got a little uh, got a little Team Canada paint team going on too, which is going to be. Oh, hopefully, nice. we can uh, you know get a get a few demons, get a few trophies. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sick. Are you doing uh, anything else while you're yeah. like are you gonna do any gaming while you're there or is it purely for the painting aspect? Uh for me just the painting, yeah. yeah. You know, that's, I'm just going there for that. I'm taking a couple of like workshops because there's always like it's a man, there's a lot of like <laughs> painting seminars and um you know just lessons or tutorials all that kind of stuff it's it's pretty cool so it's also my first time going there so mm-hmm. you know i thought i'd be uh check that out um if i get to sneak in a game of something maybe <laughs> if that'd be kind of cool but um i don't know knowing me with like big conventions and stuff i'll need to take like lots of breaks yeah that's oh. a, pretty much the biggest yeah. one too. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, is is weed legal in Chicago? Uh, good question. I wonder. I hope it is. <laughs> this is gonna be a hard trip. It's not. Let me tell some people there can help you out. Yeah, yeah. But is it worth the risk? <laughs> the, Who yeah, knows? <laughs> yeah. I was lucky enough in London. There's a few people that have helped me out there, so I was like, "That's tight." <laughs> Sleep so much better. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. But yes, yeah, that's pretty much. Uh, that's all on my, on my hobby progress. I wish it was more for me, but hey, I need to make a living. I do have some good news for you. What's that? Weed is legal in Illinois. Since January first, twenty twenty. Bam. So Money. you'll be okay. I will be okay. Thank you. That's good news. Well, I had to check for myself too because I'm I'm gonna I'm most likely going with Alex to uh, 
to Adepticon. And I was like, oh, wait, I better double check this to make sure weed is legal because I need that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's tight, man. We should, um, if you're heading out, if you're going to be there. Oh, yeah, 100%. Try to link up. Yeah, it'd be dope. That'd be awesome. Yeah. You need to do some gaming there or just, or I don't uh, know. Yeah, I'm, Alex is running an event there. Um, is it Istvan 5 this time? Yeah, it's Istvan 5 this time. Oh, nice. Um, or is it three? I I can't remember. He's running an event there. Um, it's gonna be in the evenings. It's gonna be kind of like you know beer and pretzels kind of thing, chill. Yeah. Um. So I'll be doing that, and uh, I think I might be going into the Zormortalis event. Sick. So, yeah, sure. This is my first time going to it, so I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked for it. Alex uh t- says it's the one of the most amazing things he's been to. So. Oh, cool. Oh, I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I'm I'm actually really looking forward to LVO this year because the sheer number of people we got coming for it. It Um, sounds like the year to go if you were to go. Like I was gonna almost say earlier, right? Like LVO kind of felt like a little bit of a laughing stock for a little while for heresy, but now suddenly having that many people, it's like holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, massive turnout for the. the narrative style play or narrative style event, um, which is awesome. Um, yeah. I'm happy to see that. Uh, it's kind of how what you'd expect, right? Heresy is kind of, I think people typically accepted that heresy is a more narrative game. I don't really have much interest, interesting competitive <laughs> personally. <laughs> well, I mean, everyone has, everyone has the way they want to play. I mean, majority yeah. of us, like you said, want to play narrative and have fun and, Tell stories. I just mean I'm not surprised, right? That the narrative yeah, is like yeah. Is oh yeah, there. yeah. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm pretty jacked. Like it's gonna be interesting to see that many heresy players all in one spot. Biggest event I will have ever been to for heresy. Yeah. Yeah, and multiple events. Yeah. I wonder what um. I wonder how they're going to organize the games there. It's just like random draws, I guess, eh? Oh, uh, how 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 we're going to line people up against each other? Yeah. Uh, it is going to be... So he had everyone submit their list beforehand so he would know how many traders and how many loyalists he'd have. Okay. Um, you will be pitted against a random, you know, faction from the opposite, you know, from either if you're a loyalist against a traitor, traitor against a loyalist. Yeah. Um, and it's more about... It's not so much about winning and losing your games, but how do you contribute to the overall event? And so he has his campaign points and do different things do different cause you to capture more uh, command points. Yeah. Um, and so your 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 whole goal is not to be necessarily win win or lose your games, but help in the overall war. Um, oh. And there will be no podium. There's not going to be any first, second, or third place. Um, we do have a pretty awesome uh, prize for to give away for the event. Um, I don't know if we're allowed to say what it is yet. Um, but yeah, like it's 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 like I said, I had the chance to kind of go over his plan and what he had his his vision was back on the weekend there, and uh, it's. Not lofty, um, but it's definitely going to add a depth to the game that I think a lot of people are going to really enjoy. Oh, cool. That sounds very interesting. 
Yeah, we we push for the whole not push, but like we lean heavily towards the narrative style of play, telling stories, um, kind of the way me and Alex like to play, uh, reenact the campaigns, go through that. It's just just how we like to play, and it seems like the majority of people like to play that way as well. Yeah, I would say so. That's really cool. Yeah, we always fantasize about doing an Istvan thing, like here. Oh man. Uh, yeah, I've always wanted to use fan. That's why I bought like, um, <laughs> like a rapper was. I really wanted to do Sons of Horus just because I want to do this fan. I want yeah. a legion that actually participates. Well, you'll <laughs> in have more a battles in February. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, having like Sons of Horus or World Leaders or any of those armies that were right from the beginning till the end, you can use them at any point in time. But like. My Dark Angels weren't really major players in the overall heresy itself. That's some of those key major battles. Yeah. So they just sit there. Yeah. That's how I feel as a Thousand Suns player. It's like, okay, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, you got you got you got Prospero and then you got uh Earth or Terra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's a thing, like, I feel like that's a thing that's sort of fed into my choice of um, armies to some extent as well, is like, okay, how represented are they going to be? Like, I remember back in the day with Titanicus, uh, the rules came out, and I was really strongly um, sort of caught between doing Legio Mortis and Legio Volturum. But when I realized, I was like, well... First off, I don't even know if Legio Voltrum's ever going to get rules, but also I had this feeling of, like, eventually they're going to put this Legio out, potentially, and if they do, this color scheme's going to be official, and then if my scheme doesn't, like, line up, I'm going to be pissed, I'm going to have to repaint them. And then I was like, yeah, the more I was thinking about it, I'm like, well, I really like Legio Mortis, I really like the scheme, but also it was just simply the fact that they're, like, they're something that would fit into almost any... um, portion of the heresy or any setting or whatever because they yeah. were so yeah. prominently seen. Yeah. No, I agree with you one hundred percent. Originally when I when I started my Sons of Horus was simply to do a me and Alex were gonna play through uh the Istvan three campaign uh from book one and I was just gonna be a small force and I like the style of play, I like the color scheme, and then it's just ballooned. And I also like the fact that you know I can have them right from Mist Van Three all the way to Terra, the battle for Terra. That's so cool. that's cool. Yeah, I basically I uh, started them in 2013. I played Black Legion and the Sons of Horus obviously being the sort of progenitors to that. And the Sons of Horus always, you know, always did seem cooler because they didn't have an actual heresy game but when they finally did it was like oh i could instead of playing abaddon on the black legion i could go and play the actual <laughs> horus and the sons of horus that sounds pretty awesome mm-hmm. and, but i always like their style of play like the the just the thematically just being hyper aggressive and trying to like tear the throat out of the hydra or whatever like i just love that style of mm-hmm. playing um yeah Yeah. All right. Well, awesome, boys. Um, I guess uh, with that, it kind of, I guess, 
we've kind of talked a lot about hobby and stuff. Um, so maybe we should uh, take a quick break and then land this pig. Sounds good. Sure. Cool. All right. Listeners, we will uh, return momentarily for the wrap up. Heresy Mania 3. First Blood. A game for the refined gentleman. February 26th at Gauntlet Games. Tickets available from gauntletgamesvictoria.ca. Yep. Oh, um. What's your, uh, what's your. IG handle? Uh, dust of a thousand worlds. So dust underscore of underscore thousand underscore worlds. Dust underscore. Oh, there you are. Yeah. Oh, baby. Just looking at your army, man. Oh, couple of Sakarans. Land speeders. Three rhinos. Oh, yeah, that list is. That's my old list. I'm not judging the list. I'm just looking at the models. They're cool. My uh, what I'm most happy with is my uh, javelin. Not javelin. Um, Your flyer. My siphon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm look for that siphon. Oh, there it is. Oh, yes, Craig, have you have you seen uh, Eric's um, Emperor's Children? No, I don't believe I have. You Maybe should take a look at them. They're really gorgeous. They're What's like... your Instagram handle? Uh, it's just Wargamer, one word, period, Eric. Actually, I think I have seen I just followed you, so okay. you should get a pop-up in a second. Good hot shit on you. Yeah, baby. Yeah, just look at all this new gaming that's going on for Heresy, man. It just makes me want to play. Yeah. I think I've played more games in the last, like, six months. Basically since 2.0 dropped. Than I yeah. possibly had ever played of 1.0. Really? Like, with no slowing down or being like, yeah, I'm getting a little tired. Like, it's like, no, I want more. I want to I wanna do more. Damn! That's a, mm-hmm. that's a good feeling. Whereas with 1.0, I was like, all right, <laughs> a, little, a little bored of this. Well, yeah, we weren't even playing 1.0 anymore. We were just playing Titanic. It was kind of dead, yeah. But yeah. even so, the thought of playing it brought zero excitement yes whereas yeah like yeah i've just been having a blast with it yeah overall the new rules have made it a lot of fun yeah i mean i really enjoyed them but i definitely like am not 100 percent happy but i uh for the most part i'm generally happy that heresy is being supported yeah. Well, you're playing the game. <laughs> yeah. Before you were, you weren't playing as much, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that speaks quite a bit to it. So. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I don't ever, for sure. I don't ever find any game is perfect, but if at the end of the day that I had fun and I still want to interact with the game, I mean, that's all I can ask for. Yeah, <clears throat> I think for me, a lot of it is like what's going to happen in the future and sort of like a lot of the stuff that has been lost. Like, are we going to get this back? I think that's where I'm sort of at with it. Like, yeah, it just feels like, OK, I can accept that they've sort of had to rush and get the rules out and like 
did some really awesome concepts in the new edition, and I do think there's some significant improvements over the old edition, but I also think there's a lot of stuff that's a step back, and and especially in terms of just, like, losing a lot of rules for a lot of different factions, and then losing a lot of, like, campaign missions, and then losing a lot of, like, you know, oh, we've got PDFs for vehicles and stuff that you can still play, and it's like, oh, the rules are such garbage that they're literally just mm. not playable, and, like, that's kind of where I'm at is, yeah, I'm just like, okay, as long as that stuff gets ironed out and this is mostly just a product of like growing pain and them just getting through the backlog quickly, right? Like, and it does get kind of readdressed and like re rebalanced and re-released. Like then I'm okay with it. But yeah, that's kind of my thought. I think we're all, but still fun to play. Oh yeah. Craig, I was going to ask, and like, I don't know if you're, guys are allowed to say but like for your event in lvo are you using just standard missions or do you guys have like your own mission pack that you've found or put together uh you're going to be pulling the way it's going to be working is you're going to be pulling um missions it's hard to explain it isn't hard to explain he basically what you do is it's going to be a fog of war kind of scenario you're going to pick your primary objectives out of based off of three different uh missions so you go through those three missions they'll be in the book the regular book and let's say you want to do war of lies and you want to use those as your your secret primary objective you write it down on a piece of paper and that's your objective and then your opponent will be able to choose from uh the same set of missions change pick what he his uh main uh primary objective is going to be and then you pick your regular, you pick your secondary objectives like normal, or you will pick your sep- secondary objectives. Uh, but then he has, he's printed off uh, 120 um, remembrancers. And basically, he's come up with a small stat line with them. And they're going to have, they're going to play a role in the whole overall campaign point system. Um, certain things like seeing a challenge. You know, between two uh, two praetors, you know, if he's as long as the, your uh, remembrances within eighteen inches and has line of sight and sees this event, that's a campaign point. Oh, that's as long cool. as he survives. I love that. That's that's very cool. That's what I like about the way that Alex uh, seems to do things. Is like, yeah, really pushing the the sort of story and the narrative is definitely these little yeah. these little sort of thematically, yeah, really cool. Yeah, like he when we were going over it, um, it, it he has the idea is really awesome. I think people are gonna have a lot of fun. No one's gonna be without access to the rules they need to play. Uh, it's not like anything's changing. There's no real restrictions. Um, but yeah, he you know he these little touches that just add a little bit something more to the game each time, you know, and the overall the overall everyone being working together instead of just one-off games here and there tournament style. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. I quite like that. I'm actually really interested. Will you after LVO, will you be like releasing this pack or do you think oh, I could have a look through it? Of course. I, we, we, he's has several packs that people have asked for. We have no problem getting them out. He's really one of, one of my favorite people to you know, create these events. He does such a great job. He puts a lot of thought and a lot of work into them. 
Yeah, I like that idea of like not making every match clutch that you just have to win. Yeah, I think it's kind of I think that's a really cool idea, and um, yeah, I really want to. It's a really see good way of uh, regulating people's competitiveness a little bit as well, where it's like. I shouldn't say their competitiveness in the sense that like people are, but like for people who just want to play and have fun, but also yeah. do want to have some kind of moral victory to be like, oh, I can sort of play my own, yeah, um, yeah. my it, own sort of mission or whatever, and it helps with just like bad matchups. Like even with like you can take, they don't have to be like cheesy lists or anything mm. like that. Nothing beardy, but just some lists just don't pair up very well against another yeah, list. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and you, you can't blame either player for that. But no. you know, I like what you're doing here. Yeah. So like even if you do find a situation you're like, oh man, this is not a good matchup. Well yeah. at least I could try doing this and yeah. get a game out of it rather than just go, well I just fold. <laughs> That's no fun. Yeah. Yeah and we uh so I'm gonna be um running the the uh competitive event. Yeah. Uh, it's a considerably smaller event. Uh, I yeah. think we have 16 people. Um, and uh, so Alex is going to run the mega, mega battle, and I will be running the uh, competitive event at the same time. Welcome back, boys. Uh, we're going to land this pig now. So um, I guess with all that said, uh, thanks for everyone for coming on. I seriously appreciate it. And um, Brennan, you've been on since the very beginning, and I appreciate when you take the time out to come out, being a big wig uh, commission painter <laughs> slash uh, social media influencer that you are. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> And um, Craig, I really appreciate you taking your time uh, coming uh, and helping us out. Um, I really do enjoy the uh, sort of back and forth between our podcasts. It's very fun. I love it too. It's awesome. Um, and then Eric, thanks as always for being the the backdoor man and dealing with all the podcast posting and all the technical stuff and also for being on the episode and uh you know, just generally being a terrific guy to hang out with and play play games with. No problem, homie. And with all that said, uh, that is the end of this show, and I will call out, I guess, uh, our Facebook, which is, I think it's <laughs> The Boys of the Golden Throne on Facebook, um, and then we've got uh, AdBotGT on Instagram. Uh, my personal Instagram is uh, Big John West Hobby. Um, want to call it the Spire in uh, Vancouver? Uh, if you're looking to play games of Heresy, um, definitely reach out there. They have gorgeous tables. They have uh, cool dudes, and um, apparently they're just popping these days with Heresy boners. So, oh yeah, liquor store across the street and dispensary downstairs. Exactly, <laughs> and there's a tiki bar you can never get into downstairs. And a tiki bar downstairs guy. too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, with that said, boys, uh, thanks for, uh, coming on and I hope everyone has a great week and, uh, talk to y'all later. Peace. Thank you. Peace. Peace.
What? What? We were just, uh, you know, I think taking a break, talking, talking shit. Um, Fucking Jeremy. Living our, living our best <laughs> lives. Yeah, we were talking about Jeremy's fat tits. <laughs> and uh, we're back. So. Calling out all this stuff. <laughs> Call it Jeremy. Fat tits. Fat tits. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy and his fat tits. That tail guy is such a dick. He grabbed my ass at a party. <laughs> I mean, I wanted it, but still. On my terms. <laughs> I wanted to initiate. 